0: Good evening, world. This is the podcast Sassafras and your hostess, Laura Cattell. Oh, good grief. Does it really feel like January's over? I don't know about you, but it didn't even feel like January even got started and then blink! Oh, hello, February. Damn, that happened fast. Okay. So... Uh not one to disappoint. Uh yesterday we covered some pretty heavy stuff under the chapter The Universal Mind. Pretty heavy stuff. Concepts like we're all connected, underlying energy levels, um, you are the universe expressing itself. It's really to really try and wrap your ...your mind around some of those concepts can really be a brain-bender. I mean, that one just... ...that's like trying to contemplate infinity. You can't get very far, for the same reason why your eyes only pick up... ...like, the tiniest strata... ...of the visible spectrum available. Like that's just common scientific knowledge. Human eyes are some of the weakest in the animal world. Like our natural eyes, anyway. And yet we create so much stuff. Like we're constantly creating. That's our our thing as a species. The rest of the natural world, animals just kind of flow in and out with nature. Us, we seem bound and determined to create. We can't stop creating. I mean, get up in the morning, we create a magical brew called coffee. Mm hmm. We create money to go buy things with. We create cars. We create houses. We create presentations as a species our thing is creating we can create good things and we can create bad things that's unfortunately the um, razor's edge that we constantly walk so um, yesterday we went over the universal mind and today we are doing the subchapter you are not your past My apologies for that. I hit the wrong button. You are not your past. And that's going to be heavy for some. Some people are very, very attached to their past. I know, I was one of those people. I really tried hard not to be, but... um. Sometimes in the pursuit of trying not to be something, you end up becoming the thing anyway, in the pursuit of not being the thing. It really is a paradox. Which is why it's important to have other people in your life that can see from a different perspective. Because sometimes when you're so close in on something, you can't see the obvious when everybody else can. And a lot of times, that's one of the main reasons why it's much easier to talk to a stranger than it is to talk to your own family. Because they have, they have a, a perspective that's outside of all that's going on. So, before we dive into our heavy material for the day, because that's what I'm fully expecting. My industry, restaurant industry shout out. Guys and gals wearing chef coats and uh, nice server outfits. Everybody that's been dining, get back into your restaurants. Hold tight. Stuff's changing. It's going on. It's coming. Keep that head up. Keep those shoulders squared. Don't you quit. Don't you quit. I believe in you. You should be believing in you, but I believe in you. Alright. You are not your past. Starts off with a short story from Jack Canfield. A lot of people feel like they're victims in life. And they'll often point to past events, perhaps growing up with an abusive parent or in a dysfunctional family. Most psychologists believe that about 85% of families are dysfunctional, so all of a sudden you're not so unique. My parents were alcoholics. My dad abused me. My mother divorced him when I was six. I mean, that's almost everybody's story in some form or not. The real question is, what are you going to do now? What do you choose now? Because you can either keep focusing on that, your past, or you can focus on what you want. And when people start focusing on what they want, what they don't want falls away, and what they do want expands to the point where the other part disappears. I'm reminded of a uh, quote that says uh, the past has nothing new to say. Don't pick up when it calls. If you're constantly in the past and you're just rehashing everything that's already happened you don't give the future space inside your current reality to offer you something new. So this one's going to be a lot of a lot of people's input, a lot of quotes here. Um, but Jack Canfield's story is followed by a, a short paragraph by Princess Mulford. A person who sets his or her mind on the dark side of life, who lives over and over the misfortunes and disappointments of the past, prays for similar misfortunes and disappointments in the future. If you will see nothing but ill luck in the future, you are praying for such ill luck, and will surely get it. Essentially, because you are reliving the past in your mind, basically you're reaffirming that that's the reality you want to see in your life, because that's what your focus is. So all the misfortunes that have already befallen you, If that is what you choose to focus on, then that is what your future will bring you is more misfortune. Because that's what you're focusing on. Look, If you go back over your life and focus on the difficulties from the past, you are just bringing more difficult circumstances to you now. Let it all go no matter what it is, do it for you. If you hold a grudge or blame someone for something in the past, you are only harming you. You are the only one who can create the life you deserve. As you deliberately focus on what you want, as you begin to radiate good feelings, the law of attraction will respond. All you have to do is make a start. And as you do, you will unleash the magic. I'm um, reminded of another popular saying as I'm reading that paragraph. like I get it. That some of these things are super freaky difficult to let go of. I might be... Uniquely positioned to understand... Just how difficult... It is to get over those things. But I do promise you they are surmountable. They are. Because I'm talking you to the to you from the other side of what I once thought was insurmountable. I thought I was going to be stuck with the pain of the loss of my son for the rest of my life. I didn't think it was something I was going to get over. I was determined to get there. I'm still trying to work out in my head exactly what happened, but I did get there. But it was a 12 long years of getting there. And the quote that I was reminded of before I completely went off on a tangent is to forgive your enemies not because they deserve it but because you deserve peace because you know you didn't do anything to deserve the treatment that you got from them you are sanctified in your own integrity Forgive them so you can move on, not because anybody deserves it, but because you deserve a better life than sitting there in the pain, hashing it out over and over again in your head. Because you deserve to smile. Because you deserve to be happy and joyous and harmonious and serendipitous and peaceful and ecstatic and you can't be any of those things while you're crying and sad and feeling hopeless insert by Lisa Nichols you are the designer of your destiny you are the author you write the story The pen is in your hand, and the outcome is whatever you choose. Michael Bernard Beckwith The beautiful thing about the Law of Attraction is that you can begin where you are, and you can begin to think real thinking, and you can begin to generate within yourself a feeling, tone, of harmony and happiness. The law will begin to respond to that. Dr. Joe Vitali. So now you start to have different beliefs. Like there is more than enough in the universe. Or you have the belief that I'm not getting older. I'm getting younger. We can create it the way we want it. By using the law of attraction. Again Michael Bernard Beckwith. And you can break yourself free from your hereditary patterns, cultural codes, social beliefs, and prove once and for all that the power within you is greater than the power within the world. Dr. Fred Allen Wolf You may be thinking, well, that's very nice, but I can't do that. Or she won't let me do that. Or he. Or he'll never let me do that or I haven't got enough money to do that or I'm not strong enough to do that or I'm not rich enough to do that or I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not every single I'm not is a creation what were we talking about earlier human beings like to create when you're saying I'm not presto change okay that's a declaration I'm not this You're limiting yourself with every I'm not that passes your lips. It is a good idea to become aware when you say I'm not. And to think about what you are creating as you say it. A powerful insight shared by Dr. Wolf has been equally documented by all the great teachers with the power of the words, I AM. When you say, I AM, the words that follow are summoning creation with mighty force because you are declaring it to be fact. You are stating it with certainty, and so immediately after you say, I am tired or I am broke or I am sick or I am late or I am overweight or I am old the genie says your wish is my command knowing this wouldn't it be a good idea to use the two most powerful world two most powerful words I am to your advantage how about I am receiving every good thing I am happy. I am abundant. I am healthy. I am love. I am always on time. I am eternal youth. I am filled with energy every single day. Of course, we can carry that onward. I am excited for my future. I am excited to wake up in the morning. I am looking forward to my day. I am I am positive. I am calm in stressful situations. I am reliable. Alright, you can I am yourself to a lot of things. In his book, The Master Key System, Charles Hanel claims that there is an affirmation that incorporates every single thing any human being can want, and that this affirmation will bring about harmonious conditions to all things. He adds, the reason for this is because the affirmation is in strict accordance with the truth and when truth appears every form of error or discord must necessarily disappear. The affirmation is this. I am whole, perfect, strong, powerful, loving, harmonious, and happy. If it sounds like work to drag what you want out of the invisible and into the visible, try this shortcut. See what you want as absolute fact. This will manifest what you want with the speed of light. The second you ask, it is fact in the universal spiritual field, and that field is all that exists. When you conceive something in your mind, know it as a fact, and that there can be no question about its manifestation." So remember we were going back over that, like, if you're trying to manifest large sums of money or money at all for whatever reason, imagine that it's a transaction that's happened and you're just waiting for it to come in it's already happened you're just waiting for it you know that it's on its way so I'm sorry I was expecting the next paragraph to reinforce um, that perfect affirmation uh, according to Charles Hannell. I'm going to read it one more time one more time slower so that you can if you want to you can write it down you can repeat it you can however you want um I mean this was back in the eighteen hundreds is when the master key system was written, if I remember correctly. And his one affirmation, he asserts, is because the entirety of the affirmation is in strict accordance with the truth. And the affirmation is this. I am ...whole, perfect, strong, powerful, loving, harmonious, and happy. Note that it does not say wealthy anywhere in that perfect affirmation. Presumably because... Powerful, strong, harmonious, and happy would also cover any necessary amount of money in order for you to remain happy and harmonious and powerful. See where it does that? But it does not say wealthy. I am whole, perfect, strong, powerful, loving, harmonious, and happy. Okay, so back to um, the shortcut that they were talking about. We were talking about that earlier. So imagine you've done a transaction, like you've won the lotto. Imagine that you hear your name called out on TV. Um, Not necessarily that you're going to get winnings from the lotto, but you're trying to manifest a certain amount of money, right? And if you don't give your subconscious a good story, your subconscious is just going to sit there and say, Bullshit. So give it a good story. Imagine yourself in a scenario where you've just closed on your first house. Um, you know, you can go the real estate way. Let's say uh, you just flipped it and it's a high selling market and for whatever reason you hear that your house is now worth 500000 and you only bought it for 100000 And you're trying to manifest like 400000 in your life. I don't know. I'm shooting blanks here. But try to follow the reasoning. And you've closed. You can imagine the closing documents. You can imagine the signature. You can imagine the email coming in saying your money is ready. You can imagine the check coming in the mail. And it feels legitimate because it feels like a fact. And that's how you get the manifestation faster. So try to imagine, not that you want to get hung up on that detail, like you're not depending on the lottery, you're not depending on the mortgage. You're trying to generate that feeling of expectation of that money coming in or that thing coming in. All right. That job coming in. Imagine yourself going through and acing the interview for that job you want. Everything goes perfectly. All right. Do that the week before every single night that week before you go in there. And then imagine that phone call coming in saying you got the job. Alright. That's, like, that's the level of fact that they're talking about. So, we I had actually mentioned this earlier. I'm um, happily surprised to see that that's actually a couple pages after when I had said that. So, mm. my backup singers aren't doing, uh, doing the happy dance today. I'm going to have to check that out. So... right, back to the book. We're going to finish out uh, page 169. Nope, we're going to finish out the last little bit because tomorrow we will be doing another subsection just as uh, drop-heavy as the first two have been. So, insert by Charles Hanel, there is no limit to what this law can do for you. Dare to believe in your own ideal. Think of the ideal as an already accomplished fact. So, reinforcement here. When Henry Ford was bringing his vision of the motor vehicle into our world, people around him ridiculed him, and thought he had gone mad to pursue such a wild vision. Henry Ford knew much more than the people who ridiculed him. He knew the secret, and he knew the law of the universe. Follows is a quote by Henry Ford, one that I use quite often. Whether you think you can, or think you can't. Either way, you are right. Do you think you can? You can achieve anything and do anything you want with this knowledge. In the past, you may have underestimated how brilliant you are. Well, now you know you are the supreme mind and that you can draw anything you want from that one supreme mind. Any invention, any inspiration, any answer, anything. You can do anything you want. You are a genius beyond description, so start telling yourself that and become aware of who you really are. You want a really powerful I am? I am a genius. I am hyper-intelligent. I am a savant. I am insanely curious. I am beautiful. I am smart. I am wise. And really feel into those statements. We're going to finish off that wonderful subchapter with uh, Michael Bernard Beckwith. Are there any limits to this? Absolutely not. We are unlimited beings. We have no ceiling. The capabilities and the talents and the gifts and the power that is within every single individual that is on the planet is unlimited. And we will come back tomorrow with be aware of your thoughts. I'm going to leave that one in suspense. We've been covering some pretty heavy stuff. So. But seriously, you want manifesta- mm. manifestation to come faster? Goodness, sometimes that's a time twister. When you're visualizing your thing, whatever it is, coming to fruition, visualize it as an absolute fact. Find some sort of a real world scenario and not necessarily hold on. Hold on to it like you're expecting just that scenario to happen, but hold on to the feeling that it generates. It really ramps up the expectation when you see it in your head as a fact. So to create that feeling of it's a fact, create a real world scenario in which um in which that would be you know, something that would happen. Something that feels like, yeah, that I could expect, you know, this kind of mo- this kind of money from it. But don't get attached to the outcome. Use the feeling to fuel that which it is you may- wish to manifest. Okay. So, getting a little long here, so let's uh, we'll stop off here. We'll do our two-minute brain break, and we'll come back tomorrow with be aware of your thoughts. So if you are not sitting already. You are not sitting already, go ahead and find yourself someplace to have a seat. Preferably someplace comfy. Preferably squishy. I don't care. But someplace to have a seat. Go ahead and do a little stretch.
1: Alright. Close your eyes. And take a nice, luxurious, deep breath in. beautifully luxurious breath in and let it back out hmm go ahead and let your awareness just settle into the moment and just let relaxation cascade over you like a gentle waterfall washing away from the top of your head all the way down to the bottom of your feet dragging with it all the painful spots all the stress tension, the worry, the burdens, let it wash it all away, wash it all away, and just breathe into the space left behind. you want, you can imagine it glows when you breathe in, and let this glow just expand until it reaches every corner, every molecule, every blood vessel, every joint, every strand of hair, And just sit here and soak it in, this beautiful healing glow. And let's take one last, brisk, deep breath in, and let it back out,
0: alrighty. Remember, time is an illusion. Something can take slow or something can take fast, especially when it's something that you're visualizing in your head. You can put all of your manifestations on fast forward. So long as you still get the feeling, it still works. You just got to get that feeling. So. Alright. Thank you guys for being here. I appreciate you. I will see you guys tomorrow. Have a great rest of your evening. This is the podcast Sassafras. Signing off.